Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Horror Movies the Podcast. I am your host Charlie. With me as always is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. That's yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um we'll we'll talk about why we're all maybe a tad bit sluggish here in just a moment, but uh I have one more person to introduce. We have a new addition to the show. Kind of a part-time floater, may not be here every episode, but we'll get him on here as much as we can. We have brought back Pete after very, very many times of me going, please, please, please come back, come back, please, please come back, come back. He finally relented and said, okay, say hello to the people and Pete. Hello, people. Uh, Yes, I got uh, beaten down into submission and I have returned, my triumphant return to give me back my horror movies. I am thoroughly excited to be here, and this is going to be a lot of fun. We're, uh, yeah, part-time. Uh, I have, I do a lot of rehearsals, so. We'll work around with your schedule. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, It's no, going to be it's... your, there he is, there he goes. There he is, right, there he right. goes. Special yeah. guest. A lot of tears, a lot of crying, and finally <laughs> Pete was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm Fine. in. Fine. Fine. You know, no, I love, Pete, I love the show, and crying. I'm really excited to be back. This is, uh, is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, we don't talk over on good beer, bad movie night, my main podcast. We don't do a lot of horror movies. Uh, we do our fair share, but not, it's not our main focus. So that's okay. Neither uh, do we, <laughs> I'm real excited to focus on horror movies and, uh, to introduce you guys to some really weird shit. If we can get around to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think that's the plan. Nate, and Nate, you uh, should I picked ex- this movie. Yeah. Because I was really like, we need to do like a horror horror movie to introduce Pete. And I was like, yeah. we haven't done Italian horror yet. <laughs> oh. I was like, we should definitely do Italian horror. And what better than the director of Zombie than what Lucio Folky? I think that's Fulci. how you pronounce it. Fulci, Fulci. Yeah, I, I, I watched a lot of documentaries trying to figure out his name, and I feel like everyone just says it however they want to. Whether they were Italian, American, whatever. Fulci, Fulce, full, you know, full of shit. I don't know. Uh, after watching this movie, I'm still on the fence. So. Well, here's the thing. I Once I picked it, I realized I've only seen Zombie by this man, and that's it. So I was like, okay, I need to do a little bit more research. So before I watch this, I watched The Beyond, which is a oh, fantastic nice. horror movie. Now, that one I want to watch. That's a, usually his, that, that's cited as maybe his best, arguably his best film is The Beyond. Yeah. Um, and then after, like, if you were to watch Zombie Now, it hasn't aged as well. Um, I talked about this when we interviewed Derek, that the gore effects in that are pretty much what you see in an standard episode of the walking dead these days uh um, yeah that's not a slight against the movie it's just it's to me it's how crazy that on primetime television you can get away with as much blood and guts and gore as you want and what it says compared to in the 70s where that was very controversial um yeah so it's very mind-blowing to me that it's like i haven't seen much by this man so the premise to this movie terrified me and i was like this could be the one because i don't know shit about it and, well, uh, I, I'll back you up a little bit on that because when Nate pitched it to me, I immediately went to IMDb and I don't read anything that'll spoil it, but I do go through, there's a thing called the parental guide and it'll say how much nudity, how much gore. And I went through and I'm like, the gore stuff sounds fantastic. I saw a couple of pictures, 
So I was like, okay, this looks like it's right up our alley. A lot of gore, a lot of fun. Anna, you know, what should be considered one of the godfathers of horror before the American ones was Fulci, you know, in the Italian uh, gore business over there. Because it was just a, what would you call that? The, uh, ex- like an exploitation kind of zombie. Italian thing. exploitation. Too. That's yeah, it. yeah. And like yeah. the way it would come here to the States is through tape trades and like through the mailing, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of how like zombie is an unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead. So it's literally just riding the coattails of that. That's how the marketing would work overseas. Um, this is pretty much all common horror knowledge stuff. The thing is, it's just a matter of do you take the time to watch something like this on your own free will at two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> That's the difference here. <laughs> oh, for all of man. us. And I watched this movie at like, I don't know, 10 in the morning or something like that. It's not really like a type of movie you wake up, eat your bowl of cereal and go, all right. Time to watch this, you know? <laughs> no. And I know we haven't said, so we're doing House by the Cemetery. And I, I agreed with Nate. We, we've kind of, as we've started the show, been trying to hit, like, all the high points. Alien movies, monster movies, slasher movies, ghosts, things like that. But We still we haven't were, done a werewolf movie by my uh, definition. Uh, we have, sir. Probably the greatest <laughs> werewolf movie. No, no werewolf. Like oh, wait. In this werewolves have not happened yet. Have not happened yet. We got Wolverine clones, <laughs> right? I, we didn't I get will werewolves. We got. I will still stand behind Logans. that movie all day. I'm waiting for the sequel. I'm actually working with Mario Van Peebles right now. We're 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 really close, guys. Can't wait to have Mario <laughs> on the show. <laughs> he said the no. show Mario he, Van Peebles. He said no, don't include me in that. But I'll I'll see if I can get this piece of crap redone. But <laughs> no, but we're, we've been trying to run like through the basic subgenres of horror. So I had no problem with Nate going. Hey, let's do this one. I knew Pete was coming on, so I was like, okay. Pete's really into like the J horror, you know, Japanese horror, the very odd kind of movies that he can't wait to introduce us to because I don't, I've never really dove, I've dove into one or two and they were insane. (laughs) So I can't wait for what Pete's going to bring up. So we're like, let's, let's do one that maybe kind of brings a good bridge, a good bridge. And, um, uh, spoiler alert, Charlie did not have a good time. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's go ahead and let's knock this trailer out real quick. Um, there was a three-minute trailer, and I went, oh, no. no. Oh, no. no. no, no, no. Um, trying to so, put our no. listeners to a sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've, I found a little bit better one, and I will say the ending of this trailer made me smile. So here is House by the Cemetery trailer. Stephen, where are you? Please answer me. Steve! In this house, what you don't know will hurt you. It was to be a getaway dream. It's becoming a runaway nightmare. Do you see anything? Some old steps going down. (coughs) He has been awaiting the arrival of his new guests. Ah! 
One by one, they are disappearing. One by bloody one. No! No! When you move to this house, before you get locked in, read the fine print. Mommy, hurry! You may have just mortgaged your life due to the graphic nature of this film. No one under 18 will be admitted. House by the cemetery. Uh, okay, so I need to do my three sentence synopsis in that man's voice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just love how they added no one under 18 shall be permitted. Yeah. <laughs> that was House as good as the deadly the spawn going, like I Green dare Goblin. you. I dare you to watch this movie. I, you I got so miss balls. the uh, cinematic uh, crowd barker to get yeah. everybody into the yeah. movie. Yeah, like, hey, this is, I, I'm going to hype we you have, up. We have releases for you to sign before you come into this film in case you die of fear. Everyone gets a complimentary barf bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Here is a no. roll of toilet paper because you are going to shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the barf bag. That's it's all That's one. In nice the barf little. bag. That nice. way, if it comes out, both ends. Nate, you could have just stopped at the toilet paper, man. No, this movie will give you food poisoning. Oh, uh, it gave me eye poisoning is what it did, but we'll we get into that have in a minute. Leaky eye drops for you in the bag. Oh, Nate, let's do your three sentence synopsis before we start tearing this thing apart. You ready, Bubba? Yes. Movie can be hell. Even worse when your roommate is from there. Every house has its secrets. <laughs> he went ever. for it. He <laughs> went for it and nailed the landing. That's all there is to it. Give that man the goal. You've just set a very high bar for yourself, Nate. Yeah, I know. It's going <laughs> to suck for next week. Yep. <laughs> Nate's just going to monotone the next one just to bring that bar right I'm back I'm going to Stein it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so, let, uh, Nate, do you have some of the stuff about the movie ready to go? You want? Let's talk a little bit of good about Fulci and stuff like that before we really get into it here. Oh, I wish I could. I just don't know much about the man. I know he did uh, The Gates of Hell, which has a cover that terrified me as a kid. Yeah, so I still haven't good. watched I do, it. I remember that cover. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, wasn't there one like New York Prowler, I believe, or something like that? Um, yeah. I, I just don't know much about the man's work, well, sadly, and I need did to a, know more. Uh, one of New the, York uh, Ripper, that's what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of his more famous films is called is uh, entitled uh, "Don't Torture a Duckling," and it's revered by many in the horror uh, horror fans. It is yeah. uh, it, it's a rough one to watch uh, if you'd ever want to look that one up. Um, I, we don't we're talking about House on a Cemetery, so we don't need to talk about "Don't Torture a Duckling." 
but if you do run across that one it's one of his better films and it is it's disturbing on a number of levels and i'll just leave it at that oh. i mean to title a movie like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, wow okay it's, it's legit I mean, I know the man from, because I, like Nate said, I've always seen the covers of his movies at the VHS or especially zombie. And it always had sure. that one zombie's face. That's an iconic, oh, uh, it's, it's an iconic it's cover. Poster um, cover. Yeah. You see that and you know, DVD I have of that has been restored beautifully. Like, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Like whoever did the transfer on that, I'd have to like reach over and look, but they did a fantastic job. Whoever you are, but <laughs> I did I not prepare the- for this today at the cover of this one that we're doing and i'm like that cover is nowhere in this movie whatsoever <laughs> no uh, <laughs> i mean nowhere no one even uh, has that long of hair in this movie i don't think no <laughs> really. the, the that that's not the killer on the cover that that's not anything that's in this movie um i i honestly guys i don't know i i went into this with like nate said fairly high hopes um nate do you have a budget or anything do we have any numbers not really because when i tried looking okay. it up, it tried saying the budget was 600 million pounds which is obviously a lie <laughs> and that it yeah, grows a pound one more point than something you... pounds yeah no that can't be right that doesn't sound right no so totally... basically it might as well have just been made with like intergalactic 600 million galoopals uh <laughs> Or 600 pounds. I could probably believe that more <laughs> than, uh, than million. No. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going out of the gate hard on this one, guys. So bear with me here. I'm trying not to be Dan. I at least watched Ooh. the movie and took notes. But All right. You did better than Dan. You actually watched the movie. True. <laughs> Ouch. Pile on Dan today. Well, uh, I'm look, still really I will... rooting for him, though. I hope he gets a really good recovery. I will. Yeah, that's right. He's still. I don't know. So we did mention. We'll explain what's going on. We are recording this Saturday morning. We're all drinking coffee and energy drinks, trying to perk up because yeah, I was whatever. up till two in the morning after being up from four in the morning the previous day. <laughs> My ass is tired. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the way stars align, we all weren't able to record on Thursday. Things ended up working out really well for some of us that we didn't record. Right, it did, yeah. Which yeah, is a real and- shame because I actually stayed the night in a house by the cemetery. Did you? You know, <laughs> you know, get in the mindset for he, this he movie. Really, he really deep I really and- got in the character for this. He's a, And he's then a I got the text, actor. hey, we got to delay it. I went, well, I can't get the money back on this Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so I was watching the movie like right before we were going to record Thursday and I was like, I can't get into this. I can't get into this. This is going to suck. So I did watch it last night before we record and it was a lot better transfer and stuff like that. But anyone that wants to watch this movie, here is my advice to you. Don't rent it. Don't waste the money, but go on YouTube. There's a couple of decent like preview trailers and previews to the movie that play like the first five minutes. Go to that, play the first five minutes of this movie because that had me hyped through the ceiling with the the scantily clad girl getting dressed, which you're like, oh, it's Italian. I'm in. And then she's wandering around. It's very creepy. It's very foreboding. Uh, a lot of weird noises. She's looking for her boyfriend. Steve. Steve. Where are you, Steve? Steve, Steve. the pirate. Steve. And she 
turns around and Steve comes walking out of this doorway with his head all bloodied up. And I'm, I'm, I want to, I'll go back in a second. I want to talk about Steve. He's all bloodied up. He's been stabbed and the killer comes up behind her and jabs a knife through the top of her head, out her mouth. She falls down blood everywhere. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I am in. That's this how you open a movie. Rock. That's how you open a movie. Cause a knife goes in the back of the head and out her mouth, through her Boom. mouth. Oh, and so it's good. awesome. And I loved her it. Body falls and he drags that bloody body across the hardwood floor. Oh yeah. There's a blood trail from her mouth. I love the beginning of this movie. Then stop, go, that was a damn good movie, and go watch something else. You're done. You're done. It was don't a nice do anymore. <laughs> uh, for me, it was the SpongeBob One Eternity Later. And yeah. then something happened. I'll be honest. I don't know what the hell this movie was about. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to piece it together. I, uh, I, I usually, had to look some stuff up. Watch everything. Some stuff up. No, I looked some stuff up. Oh, you looked like, yeah, yeah, Somebody's had yeah. to have dug into the this movie. Is this all about? I usually watch movies at home with the subtitles on, and I chose not to with this one. Um, I might be dumb because I really had no idea what was going on. I, ha- I was not looking at my phone. <laughs> there was an annoying little kid. No, no. <laughs> like, no, no. I, I was I lost. mean, look, I don't think, I don't think subtitles were going to fix it, um, but you bring up the annoying little kid. So there's a little kid in this movie that is the – we're I, I God I don't want to bash on little kids. I, let me put I want to put that out right now. I don't want to advocate for a kid to die, but this kid creeped me out. So you know, maybe the killer wanted, had a right idea. I wanted this kid to eat it at the end. Um, I'm not I'm not even lying. I it was so bad, and the ADR on this movie. Uh, is the absolute fantastic word <laughs> i don't care the, that's because part of the course on most of these yeah like that's genres. part of the uh it's, the charm of it was it was filmed in english it was the only the two little kids that were speaking italian everyone else was talking in english it was that's, it, that's I, the way they that's the way they uh, did it <laughs> They so, did it because yeah. they, they would record it in English and then they would dub over it in Italian and release it in Italy. It's so so they had to do that from the start. It's, uh, yes, some of these would even be filmed without like any audio. Yes. Basically, and then they would go through and dub it. That's mm-hmm. why some of them you get like a real weird like And, and the ADR back then, uh, especially at the budgets and the equipment yeah, they I had. Yeah, imagine and, they're actually sitting and watching the movie. No, it's probably yeah, them reading look, the script. You know, I could handle everyone else's dialogue except the flipping kids. Everyone else's ADR, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I, I understand that it was 1980, 1981, I think, is when this came mm, that out. That sounds right. Um, that I, I got it, I, and I knew it was Italian, but this kid, and so we're recording Saturday morning, and after watching it last night, I had to get up kind of early. I've made something for the show, um, and since we're talking about the kid now, I'm playing it, so here we go. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Keep telling me I shouldn't go there. The one standing at the window in that house. Uh, I guess she had something to do. Yes, I did. I saw her face. She was waving and I could read her mouth. Yep, she said that I shouldn't go over there. Why did she say that, Mommy? So where are we going to live? I wish. You get me some candy? Oh, my Hello. gosh. My name is Bob. I need some candy. My daddy's here to do some research. 
I did my best, only Mummy wouldn't listen to me. Girls never listen. They always do what they want. And Mummy's my favorite. Not dead. Is that true? <laughs> and you there? <laughs> Mommy said you're not dead. Is that true? <laughs> that kid sounds like a killer. All <laughs> right. I was hoping he was going to get possessed or something. He was the killer all uh, along. Right. He has a little uh, girlfriend that cool. I didn't understand whatsoever either. She's there, and then she's there. I don't know. I didn't Dude, know what was I, going I, on. I felt so stupid. <laughs> I could. I, there. The, the, we'll get to in a, in a few. Okay. I want to step real quick back because we ju- we light speeded across what uh, I wanted yeah, to talk yeah. about. I want to go back and talk about Steve. Um, when Steve comes out of the room, this is what going back because i actually ended up watching that intro like three times in the middle of what i would do is i was watching it on youtube going this this cut sucks because it looks shitty so i would stop it after that point go find a different one and i couldn't find one then i thought i found an hd one it made me like verify my age all this other shit and then it played one minute of the movie nice (laughs) i was like what the crap is this So when I finally watched it again, I was already aware of the reveal of Steve. So I could pay attention to Steve. What was going through Fulci's mind to bring out a fantastic looking dead guy and then zoom the camera in on the stupid scissors that are in through his shirt into his heart? Not the gored out head, not the blood running down or possibly an eyeball missing. No, that's a split second, but we get a solid three seconds of, oh God, there's scissors in his chest and I'm going to scream. I I had to, I was able to go back and go, that was, that was a bad decision. Go for the I know, the it cracks me up because it's like, see? Not only is his face messed up, but he's also been stabbed in the heart. Right, it was like, it, the camera <laughs> like, He's really getting in. messed up. I was, but again, I was still hopeful. I was like, cool, this looks awesome. The stab in the head is what you expect from an 80s movie getting stabbed in the head. It was obviously a rubber mouthpiece coming out of her mouth with a mouthful of blood. And it was fine. I was in. I thought that was brilliant. And how often do you actually see it go all the way through? And I was like, I'm, I'm cool. And the guy was creepy looking. It showed his messed up arm and all this other stuff, the killer. And I was good. And then it took, I should have timed it. I don't know how long it took before something actually happens in this movie. It takes a decent amount of time because the house, At the least family has 30 to move into the house. Yeah. Um, now, the special effects were done by Giannato De Razzi, which we have talked about on the show before because he mm-hmm. also did the makeup effects on High Tension. Yes, he did. Cool. So he also did another Italian crossover mm-hmm. yeah. in the American genre. Yeah. Zombie. So the man knows what he's doing. Um, the score is fantastic. It's done by Walter Rosati. I sure. love the score. Groovy tunes, baby. Yeah, man. Sure. Uh, it's not my bag, but okay. No, I'll, no, I'll, damn it. Groovy <laughs> tunes. Those were, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sitting there going, can we bring the highs down, that ear piercing just that down just <laughs> a little all, bit? That's all. That's what I'm all about is how much oh. ear piercing annoyance can I give to an audience? God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I just, I could. We do get but... a really cool scene where the dumb little kid is like, <laughs> looking at a mannequin head as it falls off and then you just get this pool of blood at the body and all i can imagine is being a little kid and being like traumatized because i already hate going into jc pennies as a kid <laughs> into the mannequins 
No, I so would, then uh, having that happen inside of a Penny's in a mall would be like, nope. See, this is why I don't go out in public. I love that you brought that up. I love the fact that you said traumatized because it was one of the points I wanted to bring up about this movie. That kid had to go through years of therapy, I bet, being on set for this thing. Because I was just reading something about the kid that played, I think his name was Danny in The Shining, and how Kubrick was super protective of the child. He would not let the kid see anything that was horror-related. For years, the kid thought he was only in a drama and didn't see the full uncut movie till a lot later in life. And Kubrick was adamant that we will not scar this kid. Fulci's like, throw a head at the kid. Throw body parts at this kid. Let Make this kid watch all these like bloody scenes and the bodies hanging from the ceiling. And I'm like, that kid's going to be messed up. That yeah, kid has to squeeze his head through like a tombstone or. Oh, I had marker. flashbacks to we need to do something watching that scene again. Yeah. That kid trying to force his head up through the tombstone in the floor again. I, well, we'll have to get to the tombstone in the floor. I, this movie made no sense. It made no <laughs> sense. You guys are killing me. <laughs> did, did Pete get it? Maybe Pete understood. Pete, he come on, man. Jump, jump in here. <laughs> man. Jump in here. Come on. Come on. I'm not going to defend this movie. No, so don't much. Defend, but I'm not going to defend this movie so much as it's a great representation of something called a giallo. Uh, a giallo yep. is uh, it's it's a style of movie that style of horror movie that came out of Italy in the 70s, uh, bled over into the 80s, and it's usually a horror movie wrapped around uh, a mystery, which is why it was so slow in the in the middle. So they set us up really well with that first kill. And you know boobies, that's great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but then they knew how to this, bring in the American <clears throat> audience, <laughs> right? So then there's this big mystery surrounding who the killer is, and that's how a lot of these Italian giallos go. Is that it, not that not that you can piece it together like a like an Ag- Agatha Christie uh, movie or novel? Well, you're right. not like supposed to with uh, no, no, you're you're not. You're supposed right. to kind of just be set back as to the horror of the mystery you know right and then the end there's this maybe not a twist ending but a surprise ending as to who the actual killer was and then in going back you can kind of piece a a few breadcrumbs uh, together and go okay so that's what this stuff was so a lot of times a second viewing is helpful as to really digesting the whole film itself and it probably would have because there's like a scene with a tape player being revealed that's supposed to have some sort of significance but i was like i don't understand the words that are coming out of the recorder right now and what they mean (laughs) maybe that answers one of the questions i have since we're talking about it is did the tape recorder reveal that he figured out he needed human body parts to stay alive yes and no um so the, the premise of the story starts with, uh, so at the beginning of the movie, Steve was, I, I think what I understand is he committed suicide and that was his girlfriend that was fooling around with him and, and she was murdered by our final killer. Uh, he was doing research on Dr. Frudenstein, who was a, a disbarred medical surgeon from the 1880s or something like that. And he was, I got that. Uh, he was uh, not allowed to uh, practice medicine anymore because of his experiments. Uh, they sounded pretty gruesome. I think, so, I think though the guy that was doing the research hung himself though, not stabbed and yeah, by a scissors. This, 
this movie is not without its many, many flaws. So, <laughs> I, yeah, the the researcher hung himself and committed suicide. Maybe, maybe I don't quite understand that part. Regardless. I'm thinking that which is weird for a movie that has saw... a 600 million pound budget. Right. Yeah. You I mean, I feel like they have got all the Avengers time in the world. level like yeah uh, zombie movie. I think what that was was just like we said to get us hooked. I think yeah. that was just people that were in the house fooling around because the house was obviously not even lived in period by anyone. You know, but, this is this is speculation. Maybe that was, that beginning piece was tacked on after the movie was actually completed. That's just to, get, just to get like a stinger to, to get to draw yes. audiences in because Especially once we 81. start the movie, we're, we're, we've, we've gone directly to this new researcher who's coming in to take over for the research of the guy who committed suicide. Because that actually makes more sense because the, after that, it feels like the long drawn out beginning of mm-hmm. a movie, you mm-hmm. know, the camera pan across the, the, the house yard, up to the house where we figure out it's a painting or a picture or whatever it was that actually makes more sense to me that maybe that awesome beginning was they went people are going to leave there's not a kill for 30 minutes right right in this right so they had to add that yeah because i think steve was just there but there was another his the uh, the the dad's colleague they make a big point that he hung himself from not the house. He was in the, the office, library. In the library, and hung mm-hmm. himself. And the creepy little Igor dude was like, "He did it right there." It wasn't Igor. Yeah. That was Torgo <laughs> from Mano's Hands of Fate. <laughs> it was something. It was Igor. Yes. From... <laughs> Never thought we'd get a Manos reference soon. on here. Please, the master is coming. Um, Walk so, this way. So let's let's just quick run this down. So th- this new professor comes in. He's doing the research, <laughs> and they move into the creepy house where the old researcher was living in, uh, that hung himself in the library, not necessarily the the house. Right. Uh, so and weird things happen in the house. We get uh, a couple of kills, and but creepy shit is happening. In the very end. So that library part with the cassette. That was the previous researcher realizing what the surgeon was doing and figuring out that this surgeon had found a way to keep himself alive by murdering other people and using their body parts and attaching their body parts to him so that he could continue to live. That makes so much more sense now. Kind of. I just never understood what anyone was researching in the beginning. Like, I, this I, was, surgeon, I just was, thought it was going to be they move into the house. Because my whole mm. perceived notion of the movie was a new family moves into a house and finds out they have an unexpected guest. And, like, I thought it was going to be a well, movie about a person kind of hiding in the drywalls, kind of like uh, well, the people exactly under the stairs. Is, yeah. You know, I'll, but, like. It, it sounds really like you got what you that. wanted, Nate. No, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, what it is is no one goes in here. They don't even realize that it was, there was this, um, I kept wanting to say Frankenstein, but the. Close. It, which, well, that's, or something that like was that. actually what they, as Freudenstein. Yeah. They literally it. did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Fulci has a disdain for psychology. So it was like a dig at, um. I can't, I lost the name. Um, Freud. Freud. Yep. Yep. And then his love of Frankenstein and mm-hmm. putting the body parts together. So while I'm watching the movie going, did they do this on purpose? They really oh, did yeah. do it on purpose. Oh, yeah. But 
I don't think anyone knew the pieces, how they went together. So it really was a very Amityville, let's have this couple move into a house. They don't know what they're in for. The kids seeing weird shit everywhere. We think there's a ghost girl. Mm-hmm. We're not 100% sure, uh, but I was pretty much figured like, okay, she she's going to play some type of role in this movie. Who, Bob's Mostly, girlfriend? Yeah, Bob's girlfriend. Bob's, Bob's girlfriend. Um, God, could yeah, you not come up May, with a better May. name for the no, kid? No, because like May, Bob is, is the all-American name, so Mary. I can imagine if you're like, hey, I'm going to call a little boy Bob, then he's getting A+. You know, he's going, okay. he's going to be the next baseball star. You guys have fallen into my trap now because oh. I, I have something else prepared. He set us oh. up. Damn I it, did he, run. Well, oh, I did. And I, I'm out of here. I drove my wife mad doing this last night because I, I kept repeating something. And as the movie went, the movie actually finished the joke for me because the babysitter's name is Anne. Yes. And the mom comes into the house yelling for them and i couldn't help but and this is what i spent this morning making enjoy We have a new hit. That's going to be like <laughs> oh, a million God. downloads on iTunes. <laughs> I had tears. Just, I, I just had released Jack- that separately on the YouTube page. when it yeah. I had to bring Jackie in here to hear it because she goes, she's like, you were singing that last night every time they said Bob. Like when the mom said Bob, I was going, Bob, 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 Bob. And then the, the babysitter, they finally say her name. And then the mom goes, Bob. And I'm like, bah, 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 bah. and I was like, I got to get up early and make this. And it, <laughs> it worked beautifully. Thank well you done, for sir. falling into my trap. That is, that is some nice mixing going on there. Well done. <laughs> I do enjoy that poor Bob also gets more PTSD throughout the movie when a blood of a bat gets thrown onto him. Bat! <laughs> because we get the longest bat attack. I think oh ever goodness. put on film. Okay. And so let's, bats let's, do not deserve the bad rep. As a person who's trying to get a bunch of bats into his house this spring, or not house, I guess, but in my yard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I yeah. have a I have trauma from that. Don't do that. We'll talk about that. But the, <laughs> what was you gonna say, Pete? <laughs> well, I let's before we talk about the bat, uh, so the, the the basement was much like Amityville and the secret of the basement. Yeah, it was uh, that was up. all covered up, and that's when the, the most the mystery is in the basement. So that was boarded up and nailed shut. And at the end of the movie, that's where this uh, surgeon was living, and that's where everybody kind of died. So that's uh, that's for everyone. We've, we've yeah, now, the big we've now covered the subject of the film. So. Well, as, as 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 Pete is now joining us, he's he was with us when we were synopsizing through a movie. And we realized it was not the direction we were wanting to go. So now Pete's realizing that we've gone insane over here and we will yes, a little bit around the movie. Yeah, we'll just you're, jump around. We're jumping like crazy. Because <laughs> we <laughs> have we, na- like. <laughs> we have now decided that, you know what, if you care enough about the show, you're going to watch the movie before you listen to us. And now we're all on the same page. That ain't always true, but that's what we're going for. <laughs> but I want you, you talk about the greatest mystery in this movie being the basement. I disagree. The greatest oh. movie is the 
babysitter. What were they doing filming the babysitter? Zooming in on her eyes. Uh, she had very she lovely is, eyes. She, she unboards the cellar for no reason. She cleans up the blood from the cellar for no reason. Well, babysitter Why? slash maid slash Alice from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> what? What? I don't oh, yeah. get Alice. <laughs> right. I was like, what? Now, that was my biggest gripe with this movie is that character. Now, she is stunning to look at. I mean, mesmerizing. She's got eyes like Bella Lugosi that just sink into your soul. A hundred percent. And at the very beginning, now that mannequin at the very beginning, that head popped off. That's her. Yeah. That That is a, and that was like, clearly it was a, a foreshadowing her, her eventual death. Yes. But as she joined, she was very mysterious. She never spoke. She, like you said, she cleaned up that blood without, without any question about she it. Didn't she didn't question it. The mom didn't question it for well, sure. Yeah, you're right. You you're mean right. when you guys find blood all over your house, you don't just uh, clean it up without uh, question? Hey, what what are you doing? I made coffee. She said. I like, I wow. was <laughs> honestly, I, I know where Nate was talking. About, I was honestly like, we're talking about. There's this blood trail coming from, uh, the the cellar to the kitchen area. Uh, because he had killed the realtor and i think that was the blood drag mark and all i kept doing was like are does she think she's cleaning up the blood from the bat attack that nate wants to talk so badly about so the other thing about ann was i thought that she was maybe part of the house and this is uh, that's like what i, I said, thought this what like i like i was I thought she was part of the house. I thought she was a ghost or something. Yes. I thought she was going to be, maybe she was the killer, which again, here's this giallo and the mystery surrounding who the murderer may or And I think be. that's right. Like this may be that, that they don't really give you a red herring normally, but this was kind of our red mm-hmm. herring to well, distract us. Even though we're, you're watching the movie going, that doesn't track. You're kind they of distracted even... by everything in the movie in general. And also this movie is only like an hour and 24 minutes. Thank God. So when you're doing a yeah. mystery, um, patting out a mystery in an hour and 24 minutes is very difficult um, as a storyteller. So like some of it to me is just like, if you would have pad it with an extra like 10 minutes here or there extended scenes, maybe it could have. Oh, I'm not sure this needed any more padding. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. There's a lot of walking and talking about uh, real estate and <laughs> signing papers estate, to buy a house. I didn't like need science. to watch her walk home from the store. I didn't need that. You could have went. Yeah, you're right. Well, right. You could have done the shot from her walking out of the store, yelling <laughs> at her husband that drove by and didn't pick her up. Uh-huh. Cross the street then cut to her opening the door to the house. I could have saved a solid minute in this film and no one would have cared. Here I am wanting to add 10 minutes. You're wanting to deduct 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, Nate, you add and I will recut and subtract and we'll see who makes the better movie because it's going to stop right after Steve and the girl gets stabbed in the head. That's my cut to the movie. Um, but I mean, no, honestly, I, you watch a Lucio film for the murders. <laughs> Or oh, the blood. My and boy, oh boy, these murders were good. Oh, the yeah. murders were great. Right, let's talk about these murders, okay? Let's, because let's, we got to talk about the bat first. Because yeah. there's so much blood coming from that hand. Right. So they explore the basement for the first time. Hand. And this bat comes out and it attacks Bob. And then Not what? Bob. Sinks its no. fangs into the dad's hand. And we get 10 minutes of him screaming, screaming. stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> so this is... 
and this was just going awesome. all over Bob's oh face, making that kid more traumatized. Because I feel like they're like, you know, it'd be really cool if we throw blood on a kid's face. No movie's doing that <laughs> right now. Squirt gun up with uh, with blood and just yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was the beginning of my hatred of the dad in this movie because he goes down the steps first and the bat attacks his head. He screwed, you know, yelled. Oh, the, the trope of a bat getting into uh, a woman's hair was yes. Yeah. Then the then the well bat, <laughs> yeah bat. We'll explain that <laughs> reference later. But the dad goes down first to explore. The bat like grazes his head and attacks. The wife oh, still right. comes down. The bat gets stuck in her hair. She's losing her ever loving mind. Goes all the way down into the cellar, and the dad's still just standing there, staring at her. As she well, screams he's doing more. what dads do. They gotta think. <laughs> that dad was thinking a lot in this movie, and there's not. <laughs> this is not the first time it happens. And finally, he's he, goes, he goes to her rescue, and the bat goes, Mm-mm, "I'm biting you." And Ozzy Osbourne his hand yeah, instead of sure. biting the bat's hand off. And that bat ain't letting go. He is pouring blood like it's a blood packet of bat. And runs upstairs, his hands red, the bat's red, he's flinging it on everyone. The kid's <laughs> traumatized, like, I got blood on me. And then the dad's final thought was, I'm going to take a steak knife and put my hand on the table and stab down. Yeah, like, stab down. Not going to stab, like, away or anything no, like that. No, not like side. trying to pry it off or, you know, grab it by the wing. Um, I have a very traumatic bat story. Oh, no. Um, Uh-oh. So, have you guys ever seen the movie The Great Outdoors with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd? I have not. Rent a cabin. I don't think I have. Really? That's one. That's yeah. like a. Okay. There's a bat scene in there where they a bat gets in the the cabin and they have to fight it and they have pillows and everything taped on them and baskets on their heads. Uh, we got a bat in our house one day, and it was in my my sister's room. And Dad and I went and got brooms, a trash can, and a dustpan to go get it. Dad hands all that to me. I go step through the door, and then my dad goes, good luck, and shuts the door behind me. <laughs> See? Dads are thinking. And yeah. this bat <laughs> is flying in circles around the light, dive bombing my head, and just on a wild haymaker, I fling the, the broom down, I knock it out, and I get it outside. That was the first time I said first. The second time we realized there was a colony of bats in my parents' attic. Oh, gosh. And we tried to figure out how to get rid of them. No one would come out and help because, you know, we're not supposed to remove them. So dad's bright idea. We had eaves in the very peaks of the house, two-story house. And that's how they were getting in and out. And he watched them one night leave. And then when he left for work the next morning, they were coming back in. So his idea was go board up the one side of the house where they're not coming in and out. So they didn't have another exit. And I went and did that. And then at night we waited till about 11 o'clock at night, went out there when they had finally left and you could see just one or two straggling. And I went up there to board it up. I'd already had the piece pre-cut and I'm on an extension ladder. I'm wearing a coat with a hood. So nothing gets on my head. <laughs> Dad puts a light, a flashlight on my back strapped so it would shine the light away and he was shining lights because they would run away from the light and as i'm up there trying to do this i could just hear fluttering behind me but i'm like <laughs> i'm like screw it i'm getting this done 
and I got like enough screws in there and I dropped down and dad goes, well, I didn't want to say it while you were up there, but every time I shined the light, there was probably about 30 bats oh my ready gosh. to attack you. Bat. I said colony <laughs> and I mean colony. Dad's like, every time I shine the flashlight, like 30 bats were just going nuts all like a foot from your head. And I'm like, I, I don't like bats. Bat. No. So that's my traumatic experience. So when that bat gets stabbed, I'm like, yeah, stab that bat. 29 more to go. Oh, my God. So that's a fun little story. I don't story know if it was supposed to be bats. an evil bat, though. Like, I'm fairly certain that bat that's, was just living there. That was the, the confusion yeah, of this movie. But that's that's part of the I, I thought that was part of the mystery. Is the house haunted? And much like Amityville, where the you had right. all those flies, is this part of the house haunting where it's possessed a bat? And that's that's kind of what we, I took. From we that. have we have a ghost girl we know is a ghost. We've already right. put that together. Yeah, like now, you have supernatural elements to the movie, mm-hmm. but there's a ghost like, mom. Here's that, slasher. Here's supernatural. Here's I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's another confusing thing I have, and maybe I missed it again. Why did everyone think that the dad had already been there? That's that was a I think that was a dead end. I, I don't know if that got lost in translation or either. Lost I, I don't in know what it was. Or I thought maybe they were trying to allude that the house is making them have memories that don't exist. <sighs> yeah, so, that's... but that's where it's just like maybe eliminate the supernatural part and just make it to where there's a guy like watching you through the wall again i'm now cutting more out of the movie nate we're not adding anymore (laughs) i I had that written down too charlie that one well i I don't know what you're trying to say and this is this is the best thing i could come up with was we know uh faustenstein or whatever his name Mm. was freudenstein (laughs) was there and he died then we see his wife's great oh i got this has made me remind me of the funniest freaking line in this movie but i'll say it here in a minute we see the, the wife's uh face on no it's funnier than that no no it's good on, on the tombstone so we're like okay freudenstein was married yes i think the little girl was the original uh doctor that was doing the research that the dad was replacing i think that was his daughter not Freudenstein's daughter. Oh, that's interesting. Because okay. they kept saying, weren't you just here? You had a little girl with you. Oh, that's interesting. So okay. they never nice. tied nice that. Connection. So I was thinking, I'll say the funny part, though. When the realtor drops them off at the <laughs> yes. house yes. and runs over the tombstone going, damn, tombstones. <laughs> I, I have like, that written down here. Really? <laughs> Realtor just backs over a tombstone in the yard and says, "Damn tombstones!" Damn tombstones! It's like that's oh, they're popping up everywhere. How you get a curse. That's no, not at no, all. No, that's uh, house that's okay. by the cemetery. There are tombstones, and she's just like it's popping up out of nowhere. That wasn't there last week. Damn tombstones! <laughs> I imagine uh, though, if my like realtor backed over a tombstone while showing me houses, I'd be like. I'd give her the key back. Uh, I think I might need a new realtor now. I'm like, mm. no, you get the key back. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those papers? Yeah. The I, house I'm is fantastic. Like, can oh, we at I love least the talk about the like old school farmhouse look that that has. Yeah, like, go ahead. Talk about I've it. been it's inside awesome. a few of those, and they Ooh. themselves are just creepy. Like, when yeah. I was looking at a Holmes, um, I went into a couple just for shits and giggles, and like, they're huge, they're drafty. They all have a creepy basement like in this movie. They all have a creepy attic. Like, 
they're fantastic. If it wasn't yeah. for me when I was living by myself and not wanting like a $500 electric bill for, you right. know, 3000 square feet. <laughs> yes. No, uh, my, my grandmother's sister, we called her aunt Vinny. She lived in a house that looked ex- almost exactly like that. So I'm uh, they at all the- have like that window that overlooks the entire like plane in front. And you can only imagine just all the stuff that's running through your head of like, oh, there's a little ghost behind me or something yeah. like she, hers had the same like little porch bump out going up to the front door, almost built the same yeah, way where it might as well have the swing just like hitting. Yep the door the at house. all times <laughs> and then like the screen door is never working so it's always hitting yeah. the house she had trees right in front of it she had a cellar that i swear to god to this day i had never went down into mm-hmm. I, i'm not no, doing every it. cellar also has a hidden door that leads to the portal of hell <laughs> yeah, right pretty much there's a book down have... there that you don't read you... max uh you don't who knows read how many bodies stuff. are actually in the body in or in the body of the well you know because you're not getting city water, you're getting well water. It's going to turn your well white water. shirts yellow. I, 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 I will, I will give this movie some props. It's a well done setting. For the most part, it's a very well shot movie. I think there was only one or two times where I was like, I didn't like that. There was a running scene with Bob that turned into shaky cam all of a sudden, and oh. I was like, no, I don't like that. And then some of the cuts towards the 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 finale of the movie. I was like, this sucks. I don't like how you're doing this. You're not making it more exciting. You're actually telling me this sucks. It is shot very beautifully, though. That's the thing. Like, I for the most part, yeah. and like I do enjoy it. Yeah, he has a really sure. great eye. Yes. Like, yes, I agree. It's one of those. I would love to have seen a modern Fulci. You know, see what he could do with modern technology and like an, a real budget. Because I guarantee you'd get like one of the most beautiful films ever made. Yeah, or just something uh, that is very stylized and very like would always be talked about in film schools of like, look at how this shot is achieved, you know? Well, that, that also leads into another good point. Let's go back and talk about some of the kills again. So, oh, please, please, the next was it the realtor that gets like is poked? The realtor, she so it's the, the realtor. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm, you guys can jump in. Uh, yeah, um, I, I have gets, one uh, specific thing about the realtor, so go ahead and then yeah, I'll she my gets uh, so they find a grave. Uh, the mom is cleaning up the house and Apparently, there's a grave in the living room or something. A big stone slab big cut stone, into yeah, the Yeah, like wall. I didn't know what exactly to call that, but yeah, stone slab. I like it. So I, I don't quite remember why, but the stone cracks and the realtor gets her ankle stuck in it. And she well, she gets, stepped on it, I think, and then like falls is through Is that what it, it was? Right? Yeah. Okay. And okay. she gets poked with a fire poker. Right so it was a boob. fire poker. That's what <laughs> I thought a, it was. Yeah, right in the boob. It was great. <laughs> And oh, it's so. Oh, that was that was the so squishiest, yeah. real slow, and, and it was a beautifully squishy uh, sound. Black blood Black oozing blood, right, out of right. her, and then like you see it lift, and pokes her again. Yeah, in the neck, <laughs> in the neck, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it squirts everywhere. Oh, so good. So I had to research this next thing. So. Oh. As he's dragging the body, which is where we get the blood marks that Anne cleans mm-hmm. up later, her face is completely destroyed. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't show away. you her face getting mutilated, but when it cuts back to her, her whole face is, like, She's missing for. an eyeball. It's hamburger the meat. Flesh is gone. So, I researched that because that was bugging the hell out of me. Oh, they, yeah. fi- they filmed it. Um, and Fulci goes, it's not believable, and cut it. And I'm like, 
did you watch your own movie about what was <laughs> believable and not that the gore looked fantastic, but I'm guessing the eye removal he wasn't happy with. So he cut it, but never went, ah, we should re-record, refilm her being drugged without the eye missing. Nah, leave it. It They left the whole thing of her after the attack being drugged away, but he cut that little section. So there's where a segment the killer, there that we'll never yeah, see. We'll never see it. Fulci cut it out and where he removed the eyeball. Then from we get the a great earth. shot of the blood going over the slab. Like that yes. white slab where it's like all the blood starts to pour over it. And like, there's a cross on the slab and like it, I don't know. They got lucky on how that like blood kind of like goes around the cross at first before taking over. It's like the when they cut, thing. when they drain the blood out of blade and all the, the blood runs down the walls oh, and yeah, all yeah. the hieroglyphs. It's very, I mean, yes, this was first, but it, that's immediately what I was thinking of was that old trope of drain the body of blood and it follows the hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a demon explodes from within. No, there's no demon that explodes. No, but we do get into the basement where it's just body parts mutilated everywhere, blood puddles, an open chest cavity. Mm -hmm. Like, you could tell Props was having a lot of fun that day. Because as I'm watching this movie, I'm going, why are there so many body parts? Is he eating them? What is going on? Now that Pete has explained, I should have listened to the tape player more. Uh, that would have been explained to me, but I was all, I was just like, I was so confused in your defense that that tapes playing scene. That was a, that was some rough uh, dialogue. It, it was, was yeah. I think that was, it was problem manic. Where... It was crazy. It's when the researcher was I... clearly falling completely into madness. So it was, it was erratic and uh, yeah, I, they should have done it more like, listen to. they should have done it more like what like did in the, the evil dead where you could at least hear, mm-hmm. It's very like, yeah, (laughs) don't stop. (laughs) Don't give Max ideas. Um, (laughs) Listen to our interview to get that joke. Um, So, yeah, that kill was on Fulci. God bless him. His kills are fantastically done. And I expect the level of gore and what they are. It's it's glorious. Visceral and brutal. Yeah, because the next one that we get is the babysitter. Which mm-hmm. is the most brutal I love neck slashing one. I don't know about that I, I have ever seen. Oh, okay. As really? far as like neck yeah. cuts, like mm. every movie has a throat slash, but this woman gets like a throat slash to the left, a throat slash oh, to the right, carves. a throat slash to the middle, and then to the right. Like it just keeps going, and then like the amount of blood that is pouring out. What, what, it's did definitely he use scissors, or was it a knife? Oh, it, it was, was a knife. knife. It was a knife. Okay. He would, he would, like Nate said, he would slash across mm-hmm. one way, then V down another way. Then I think he stabbed it in ever so yeah. slightly. Slowly. And then it was like he started sawing. And uh-huh. like, and it, you see every, it's not implied. You're watching. <laughs> You're watching the everything. The prosthetic <laughs> gets sliced on this poor actress's face. She's like, I thought I was going to get some kind of great close up scene. And this was not what they talked about. And it's like, just hacked her head off yeah, and I th- didn't they do like a flash another... or two to the mannequin too as it was going on didn't they like try to remind you we told I you this remember, was gonna honestly. happen i feel like that <laughs> happened there a quick flashback brain, maybe to I that mannequin maybe think there, there was it, it was insane it, it was and again only made me more mad that i was like i thought the babysitter had more to do with this mm-hmm. movie 
than no, she's what there actually just to was. eventually die. And then like you get her head falling down some steps, and it makes yeah. such a weird, great thump yes. as it's hitting every single step. <laughs> every just to traumatize <laughs> Bob even more. <laughs> well, that was the there's another weird part. So he cuts the girl's head off and it falls. Then Bob comes downstairs. Then it, yeah. Then he, he goes, yeah, then he goes down the cellar and he's in the cellar and the head comes back down the steps again. Yeah. Like, That's, is the killer yeah. like, oh, I got to run this upstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to mess with this kid so bad. Or, or and he's then, hiding under the stairs and just kind of. Oh, yeah. Him, put, just like. <laughs> We're going to get to under the stairs in a minute because there's another thing that pissed oh, yeah. me off in this movie. Uh, yeah, I figured that. I, I bet Pete's got it wrote down. <laughs> I think Pete and I are on the same wavelength <laughs> of what we picked up in this movie. And I will give you this. If there is one part of this movie that caused me tension, it, I, even though I was yelling at the television the whole time, was when Bob got his arm stuck in the door. When he goes and run, he has the flashlight and he runs out the door. He's in the kitchen, but his hand gets stuck from the door closing. Now, I was like, what's going on? Who's pushing the door closed? Because the killer's still coming up the stairs. Why is the door closing? So this lends into, is the house possessed? Right. I don't know. Is there a rope tied to the door and the killer's pulling it? Like on pulleys? I don't think so he's he got can, a pulley system. I don't either, but it's the only thing I could come up with. Stick with me, mate. <laughs> but the kid is like, I'll give this kid the most credit I can. He he really sells the I'm terrified in this movie. And yeah. he's, he's screaming his head off. throughout filming. Of and, course he's terrified. And at the last second, he gets his hand out of the door. It closes, and the killer's hand lands on the door as it as he just misses. Killer doesn't open the door back up and grab the kid like you would think would be normal thought process. But, no, Bob's now terrified even more. And this is when the mom comes home and finds him crying, mm-hmm. which is the second most annoying thing in this movie. And I didn't make a clip because it irritated me, was the crying you hear in this movie. It was obviously Bob's cry, but we'll explain why you could hear it so much in the movie towards the end. We'll get there. It's another explanation we got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that. So we've killed the babysitter now. What? Who's the next kill? Well, that's when we get I, I, Bob's I, I, face I, against the door yeah, and the we, parents are hatch, using a hatchet. On the opposite side, as the killer is oh, hitting right. his so, head, that's and you're what just waiting goes. for a hatchet to hit Bob square in the face. Like that was, was awesome. That was awesome. But before we get to that, we have to set that whole thing up. We do. Yeah. Let's let's let's. I, you're, Nate, let's you are spot again, on, Nate. man. Yeah. That was awesome. But we got to set it up. We have to set up the ins- the insanity that because we're we're flying that. to the end right here, right after the babysitter boy. It's it. Finally, snowball. Yeah, it, it like the last fifteen minutes happens. A, a really cool. We're just at, at an hour, so we've got plenty of time. So, um, so the the next, so Bob gets free from the door, runs upstairs, hides that we come to find out because his mom comes in. And this is where we get the great Bob Bob Moran. The mom hears Bob crying, and I. I in this entire movie, I kept going, can you hear everything in every room? Like you would hear a noise that was literally behind them and they'll walk to another part of the house and be like, what was that? You know, it was so like when the babysitter was tearing the door, the, the, the boards across the door, 
they were all the way upstairs and the sound that the dad heard was behind him yet he goes all the way downstairs and there was another wow i think that's part of the the house is haunted yeah the house is like messing with you so are we let's let's go on record it's we're doing saying the, the house game. is also haunted so there is a surgeon from the 1800s who's kept himself alive by putting body parts on himself I think it's not too far of a stretch to say <laughs> that the go. house is also haunted. Nope, nope. I need all his... of my horror movies grounded <laughs> in reality. I refuse to believe in ghosts. I definitely believe that a surgeon from the 1800s would keep himself alive using the body parts <laughs> of his victims. But not a haunted house. Mm. No, no, that's garbage. I that's like bullshit. turkey and ham on my sandwiches. So why can't we just have <laughs> You both? bastard! It's delicious! You bastard man! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just uh, we're gonna go out and just say the house is also haunted. Or Bullshit. maybe the the surgeon has some sort of powers normal supernatural control power. because yes, people can hear crying all through the house, which uh, draws people into his layer, embrace, his yeah. his deadly embrace. So the mom finds Bob and. Bob's like, I just watched the babysitter's head come flying at me. So he gets her to go downstairs. She don't believe it. She, oh, oh, who is? You're insane, Bob. You're a madman. What are you doing? Maybe she just went to her parents' house. Isolate that audio. Yeah. No, maybe she went to her parents' house and left your underage child alone in the house, Mom? Uh, What is your logic here? What what is he, six? the 80s, dude. Yeah, this is true. It is the 80s. I'm like, come on. He can watch himself. Have you not heard of a latchkey kid? I mean, there you go. This mom <laughs> did not love this kid because when he's missing in the car earlier, she does not him. react. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I know oh, we're jumping around, but this is just reminding me of all the other insanity. He leaves the car that they, this is 80s. They left him in the car to play while they signed documents at a mortgage house. You know, that took forever. They come outside and Bob's gone and she's just standing there. Oh, and then the dad is like oh there he is all the way across the street like a hundred yards away what are you worried about lady he's right there let's just go get him (laughs) my ass would have been beat i would have been drugged back to the car 12 seat belts put on me the 1980s were a very different time it really was (laughs) so uh, they don't find the head Bob's insane. The mom, you know, leaves him to be. They go about their day. And then I don't know what's wrong with Bob. Bob thought, I'll go back in the cellar where I was just terrified beyond mom. You gotta investigate. You you know, and you're a nosy little kid. My yeah. my favorite thing Bob ever says in this movie is, and mom says you're not dead. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> so good. As he's going down yeah, to the basement. As he so goes good. down to the basement. Oh, and man. now we get, you hear the door shut and lock. So here's the climate. Pulley yeah. system. Mm-hmm. The pulley system that closes and locks the ancient uh, lock. He's possessing the He's possessing <laughs> And Bob runs up the steps. Chocolate and screaming. peanut butter, Nate. Come on. They're uh, they two tastes that go great together. They yeah. do. Oh, waffles. <laughs> The mom hears him losing his shit. She can't get the door open. She breaks the key. It's those old skeleton style keys that go in there. 
Bob has his head mashed to the door because the killer didn't just kill him. He's like, I'm pushing his head into the door. The dad inexplicably comes home in some kind of like shocking turnaround because you're like supposed to think it was the killer. And then you turn around, oh, it's just Phil. I don't know. I don't even remember his name. And he goes, where's my axe? Oh, it's laying next to the doorway where you left it from chopping firewood i guess what you do in the kitchen the kitchen axe i forgot i have i need to go get a kitchen axe as soon as this recording's over i'm going straight to lowe's i'm getting a kitchen axe i'm getting a bathroom axe i'm getting a garage axe (laughs) i have a van axe that's not a lie by the way it's gonna be a real problem though when a killer breaks into my house and he's like using my axe against me. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> yes, but he'll not suspect the axe I have hidden under the sink, though. Or ha it's an axe rattle. <laughs> the trap door that I have into my uh, bed frame that leads to an axe, and now we have axe fight. Charlie, you need to create oh. a pop-up axe from your bed stand or something. Yeah, yeah. it'll be like one of those like a spring-loaded axe that pops yeah. up in the air. You can catch it and. Yeah, you can you do that, Charlie? Shop. Can you make that I happen? You can. Yeah, I you're a woodmaker. I have faith in you, sir. So uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I did just say I have a, a van axe. Uh, it is actually <laughs> mounted on the side of, of my. The no, it's mounted on the side <laughs> of my console, and it has a spring-loaded holder <gasps> so that I can flip it open with my thumb. I worked a lot in the hood in Columbus, and you both oh are from Columbus. Mm. so i i spent a lot of time there doing rehabs i carried an axe i have more stories i could terrify people with that i experienced downtown um but i have a double bit axe that's right in my reach with a spring-loaded clasp so as you guys are like you can make that right like yeah of course yeah we went to an antique store a little storytelling uh last weekend and there was a firefighter's axe, but it looked like the axe from Mandy almost. Like it, it said, oh. it was a Viking uh, axe, fire axe. And all I could think of was like a guy that worked at the fire station going, "Well, the regular firefighter axe isn't as cool. Like, let me let me make my own axe." And they're like, "No, no, Tim, <laughs> you can't." And he's like, "Yeah, but like, look how awesome this is. Like, that's not going to be effective whatsoever when we have okay, to break got, into places." He's like, "No, no, it is." You, you, you guys it, are getting you? you're getting the garage axe. Hold on one second. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. The oh, man. Axe. We're getting so a garage he's got, axe. He's got a van axe and he's got a garage axe. We need to step natural... up our axe game, Pete. <laughs> right, right. What's what's wrong with us? <laughs> what is wrong a... with us? We're so stupid. <laughs> God, if you want to kill two podcasters, here's your chance. <laughs> this is why we should do a YouTube channel. Oh yeah! Oh my oh, God! Oh man, that's a cool axe. <laughs> Is that? Uh, did you make that out of a saw blade? It's the uh, flywheel from a car. Oh, of course. Yes, that that is horrifying. I love it. <laughs> I do not want to get hit by that. No, no, no. It is or Mad man. Max. Is all yeah, that. that's true. But you whatever what? I say from the editing, this is going to stay in, and then we're going to share it in the group of Charlie's Garage Axe. <laughs> I I think you could do a whole YouTube channel on Charlie's Garage. Yeah, you, you could. really could. You really could. <laughs> That'd be the first YouTube video. Charlie's Garage. <laughs> the sword's too heavy to bring. 
I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, my sword. <laughs> my, my blade. To me, my blade. <laughs> Come, child. Where is this show my going? Axe. We're barely over an hour. This is great. I'm this is loved. great. So I'm where, where were we? Oh, we were in the basement. We're in the basement. Right, right, right. I'll, <laughs> I'll leave some of the axe talk in there, but I'll clean no, this no, up. No, this is oh, great. All the axe talk was it. fantastic. This is all very natural. Even when cool. you were gone. This is the show, man. <laughs> I know, Welcome I know. I love what it. we're doing now. I know, I love uh, it. Okay, so we're right to the point of, so the killer is holding Max's, yeah. or Max, axe, uh, Bob. Max. Bob. Bob. Bob's head Bob the to builder. the door as his dad is trying to chop through the door. And I did love this it's, part. It like this is legit butt puckering. I it mean, was yeah. the first one like is right at just past his eyeball. Yeah. So the kid's like, "What the hell, Dad?" And then the next, <laughs> pretty one, much that's that's his eyeballs. He's like, "What?" The the one comes behind him and chops the killer's hand off. Yes, yeah, that's that's what happens. Like. That's like hand. one quick it, swipe to the killer's hand. So that's a very sharp kitchen axe through the door, through the hand. Yeah, because he's holding the back of his head. Did the, the the dad didn't like? Here's Johnny, and then reach around and cut uh-huh. the arm off. No, it was shook, and then the dad pulled the axe back out and went, "Oh, there's blood." <laughs> Not. Is this that, my son's blood? Well, no, this is the was, same dad whose logic was stab my own hand with a steak knife that has you're a not wrong. That's me. That's not good wrong. Point. Okay. No. I, I retract Thinking my is out the window. <laughs> then he decides to crack open at the lock and get through, and the killer is already like staggered down the steps. I think he falls, doesn't he? And he takes Bob yeah, that's how, yeah, yeah, because he's like in pain. He is, yeah. and mm-hmm. like we finally get a reveal of what our killer looks like. Yeah. Okay. I will give Fulci props. Oh, it's good. This is a creepy, creepy looking zombie. Yeah, how we don't have toys of this killer or like just iconic <laughs> like uh, posters here's, or anything like the, that merch. Here's even the weird part. He's awesome. So this is 1981. This is the same year that Beastmaster came out. That thing looks like the Bat Dudes from Beastmaster that had oh. no mouth, oh, was okay. very long and slender. I will put up a little picture thing on the in the group when this episode comes out. I'm just sitting there going, "Holy crap. Did they who ripped who off?" And I'm like, "They couldn't have. These movies came out at the same time." Simultaneously. Somebody's just mm-hmm. like, "Let's let's do an elongated face that looks like leather stretched across. You can't really tell where the mouth is because that's what each of these creatures look like from Beastmaster and here." And his like I, I, I kept looking, it looked like a uniform, but it was an old doctor's coat mm-hmm. that looked like Dr. Satan from yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses outfit that this guy's wearing. And I'm like, visually, this guy's badass. And I loved every second of him when I got to see the full zombie. Yeah, I want reaction to get on this. Maybe Yeah, NECA. definitely. NECA could God, be on it. NECA of this Super dude, 7. I would be in. Yeah, yeah, I would be in on that because, and this leads into where uh, there was an interview I was watching before we recorded that some of these movies were never supposed to be zombie movies, but the producers, depending on who was backing it financially, would be like, zombies are hot right now. Mm. We need to put zombies in it. There was one and it was, uh, you don't have to correct me, I can't remember, I watched it real fast. It was like From the Grave or something like that that they literally tacked on zombies at the end inside uh-huh. of the psych ward. 
Oh, that was never in the story. <laughs> it was never in the script, but the producers go, zombies make money. Give right. me zombies. And they <laughs> added them. And it was even like this movie was never touted as a zombie movie, but it had zombie elements. And it's part of his like zombie anthology that he was working of on. Of him trying to regain his cells from his victims. Yeah, and the dad explaining that as because if the dad hadn't said that, I never would have yeah, understood that, like, why he was there. line. It was like, oh wait, that's what this movie's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he that was that was just spells. a quick, almost a throwaway line. Yeah, here here's the exposition and explanation of this. Go for it. Yeah, what what, he, what he's doing down there. And then we get more traumatized for poor little Bob as he steps on the babysitter's head <laughs> <laughs> again. Like that poor head just will not leave this kid alone. He's like, I don't give a crap about this kid's mental state. Step on the head, uh. kick the head. <laughs> hey, not only that, look at that dead body hanging behind your head. Like, and so uh, this is another. I was so confused. They've been in this cellar how many times? Did about a the dozen. Doctor, just decide to redecorate and hang bodies. Or were they in another part of the cellar? Yeah, we I think another part of the cellar. To. Like that's just such an old house and such a big ass cellar that he's just got time to decorate with human filth. Because I I felt like the whole climax happened as soon as they went down the steps, mm-hmm. which we've seen in the movie. Okay, Pete, I think we skipped past uh, one of our things we wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, um, set it up, baby. <laughs> When Bob goes down before the killer chases him up the stairs. Yes. There were eyeballs in every dark crevice of the basement. I forgot about that. What the crap, man. These things would be I had no idea, but that was creepy. Mm -hmm. They were, they looked like Halloween mask style eyes, but all you saw was eyes. Uh They were kind of glowing and then they would go out, not blink. Just out. And then they appear then, somewhere else. Then it would appear in another yeah. corner. Then it appeared under the stairs. Then it, And that's really what freaked him out to run up the steps. But I, I, was, I just remember, because I was sitting there going, wait, when did we see the eyeballs? Oh, that was right. So much happens in the last 10, 12 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah, that's really it's when everything is it, wrapping. This was the point where I was brought back in a little bit going, Okay, I'm I'm in I'm entertained now. I'm getting some good gore. I'm getting some pretty good tension, you know, with the head almost getting chopped through in the doorway. Then they kill it again here in a minute. We'll get to that in a second. Um, so they are in a different part of the basement, and it, apparently it's the sure. doctor's go, go lair. Yeah, it's the doctor's the, lair. The lights finally work in the basement, and you can see everything. <laughs> ah, hell, I don't know. The and maid the made it. Basement. It was Tuesday, I guess. You know, it's but. So, there's body parts everywhere there's bodies hanging so we get to see every person killed is now down there the babysitter with her head missing yeah the real estate agent the real estate agents there. hanging down there there was i'm guessing it was the co-eds that we've now established yes, from the yeah, yeah that's what i think at the very beginning there. he's like the the dude was dismembered like autopsy style organs removed the creature doctor attacks the mom real quick. The dad steps in finally to save him. And then, oh boy, oh we get boy. 
the Austin Powers henchman in front of the steamroller scene where the steamroller <laughs> is moving so bloody slow yet the guy's yelling no uh-huh. the dad stands there and stares at the killer while holding a knife well he stabs the killer and maggots fall out which is oh, a fault so good oh he so gross his ah. maggots just a little bit of uh research i did everything they showed there was like maggots in people like this one lady they were throwing maggots at her face in a movie i'd They're be puking like a windstorm I would be of maggots puking non-stop they were clean maggots oh yes maggots were actually yes, clean, clean maggots that's people. definitely a thing there are medical grade <laughs> maggots guys uh great hey great a american a maggots <laughs> so the, he has a quick standoff literally the dad just stands there as Dr. Faustenstein, Freudenstein. Mm-hmm. It's Frankenstein. Maggot face. Runs. Dr. Maggot face. Uh, the, the, the doctor goes towards the dad in the most slowest lumbering motion, reaches up, and then grabs the dad by the throat. The dad could have parkoured his way anywhere. He could have just walked away from the doctor. <laughs> he could have took three steps away. back. He, he was in shock. Yeah, sure. He was Let's thinking. That. That's what he does. He stops. Yeah, he he was, pauses. Uh, he thinks. Was he doing the, the whole Sherlock Holmes thing from the movie? Yeah. With Robert Downey. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. like, if I do this and this. Oh, wait, too late. He's got me. By oh, the he's throat. got my throat. And then rips his throat out. Oh, and it's glorious. That's Love so he good. does such a good roadhouse. He does. And it's not <laughs> as fast as crazy did it. This like peels away. Exposed. And look, the the special effects dude does awesome. He leaves the the veins, the muscle, mm-hmm. the visceral the tears from the fingers the, the going into the throat. Is pumping stuff out the arteries. I loved the visual of it. So dad's dead. Now the focus is on mom and the kids. So we have another three minutes of the zombie walking towards them. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the stairs are hard, especially and when this you're a zombie. Is, well, yeah, this is where I got confused. She runs up a set of stairs that I'm like, that's not the stairs that go out of the basement. No, they're stairs that go up to the tombstone in the other in the room. room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why they're there, we don't know. We never see the guy come out of, we never see the guy come out of the basement, period. He is always down there. Like, I when they're asleep, was... he's down there. He doesn't come up and go, oh, I should kill them while they're asleep. This will be a lot easier. Maybe the extent of his power is the basement. That's possible. He can't leave the basement. So the mom and the kid. I'm overthinking this. <laughs> we overthought. I we thought overthought maybe a lot the stairs were the the people that built the house accidentally built stairs in the living room. And realized they made you know, an accident, and then they had to go and build another set of stairs. And they're like, "Well, let's just go ahead and put like a tombstone over they, this." You one, have no slab. idea the problems we have on build sites where guys just inexplicably. I'm walking the job site doing an inspection, going, "Where the hell did these stairs come from?" Oh, Jorge <laughs> accidentally built the stairs. It's like. Well, you have stairs over there. Yes, but he built a second set. Yes, but now I you don't. have two sets of stairs. What's better um, than one set? Two. That's the, the frustrations <laughs> of home building, guys. You've nailed it on the head right there. No. That's why, so, like, in a second-story house, you know, you, you want to just have the toilet on the first story. Have you ever carried a toilet up a, se- a flight of stairs? Come on, It now. was just because the guy didn't want to carry a toilet <laughs> yeah. upstairs to install it. First-floor toilets only. Yeah. <laughs> so they that go was in my up, contract. 
they they walk uh, they, they they walk and crawl up these rickety metal steps and i'm specifically saying that for a reason they get up to the top and the mom's trying to like push this tombstone looking Apparently thing. heavy tombstone it, yeah uh, with a crack in it so they can kind of see out it and yeah they freedom can, is near the nearly there very tense and touch scene. it it's right there <laughs> and she's fighting and fighting and the doctor creature is now walking up the rickety steps there's a handrail but it happens to be the hand that was cut off so he's not holding himself and i'm yelling at the television kick him kick him kick him in the head you'll you'll have like an extra five minutes before he can get up kick him no the mom just keeps trying to push this thing push this thing push this thing nothing nothing he grabs her leg and then drags her down with her head hitting every, every metal step, step as it goes every down. One. Oh, it's good. And it's filmed that way. Every step, thump, thump, thump. And it implies that kills her, right? Yeah, because yeah. he gets okay. her down to the Because that was the one thing I was confused on. Is she dead? And then he lumbers back up. Now Bob is like, mom couldn't lift this thing but maybe i can and he goes and tries to push and push then tries to force his head and this was flashbacks again to max's movie of the kid (laughs) being forced through the door and i'm just like come on why do we got to do this to this kid he's pushing and pushing the doctor comes up gets a hold of him but in somehow in the struggle moves the tombstone an inch to where bob could get his head through and I'm like, oh, Bob's going to get ripped in half. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes, that's I, what I thought. I was right yes. there with you. Right there with you. I was cheering. You we were going to have like Jackie. intestines just dangling is what I thought. Uh, if he had ended the movie on that, I would have loved this movie. Period. <laughs> nope. What we get is that little shit gets Peter Panned out of the basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm watching this and I, it explains it at the end. But he levitates up once he gets halfway through and the doctor eh i Can't missed get him anymore <laughs> he, the doctor done well, he got <laughs> me we find out that it's may the little ghost girl helped lift bob up out of there and then ghost mom frankensteinerstein yeah. is standing there going well you saved him let's go home what well, that and was her ghost mission. All ghosts leads, have a mission that you have to fulfill the, to go to not ghost home. Right. And and she takes Bob with him. Movie ends. Yeah. Bob's Bye. a lot. Or does he die? And that's how I have it goes a theory to ghost about world. That. I okay. want to hear Pete's theory. I I think I think Bob did get ripped in half. And oh. I think that's Bob's soul that was pulled out of the basement by these two ghosts and then they go on to paradise because they're innocents. That's very beautiful. And, Whoa. And the uh, Dr. Freudenstein gets Bob's entrails to use. And for then himself. he gets, yeah, some entrails <laughs> for himself. Uh, in my notes, I wrote what the hell just happened. That's, that's <laughs> my theory. Me. I like your theory. Yeah. I just wish we'd have saw him get ripped in half. That's all <laughs> <laughs> They may have been at the end of their budget. I built myself up so much to that point where he got stuck. And I'm like, yes, rip his little head off or something. I don't (laughs) care. Because I was to that point, too. I was like, either he's going to rip him in half 
or he's going to yank him down pop his head right off. and pop his head off. Which <laughs> is a cool thing. He was going to turn him into a Pez opener. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like the Canadians <laughs> on South Park. You know, flappy head. But no, we get. I'd like your explanation, though, Pete. I... I want that to be my headcanon now. I'm never going to watch this movie yeah, again. Yeah, that's so. now reality for me. <laughs> yeah. Where else is Bob going to go? I mean, no one's going to adopt his annoying little ass. You know, oh, all they got to do is talk to him for five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. They're like, no. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's not. But uh, then we get a, a title card for the ending. Okay. Yeah. Which this reads. Thing, yeah. Read it. No one will ever know whether children are monsters or Monsters Are Children by Henry James. And once again, I went, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Again, I did some research. Ooh. That comment was not by Henry James, which what they were trying to imply <laughs> was. No, Fulci wrote that. Fulci and wrote that. to Henry James. Right. No, no. Oh. Henry James never said anything close to that. <laughs> Fulci just put this dude's name at the end of it. Did he just like he, Henry James? Because he needed a re, some he needed to explain something that never gets explained in the movie. Because the crying we hear in the movie oh. was Freudenstein Ooh. crying. There's a scene. Nope. There's there is a scene where we see him sitting on his cot bed and he's you hear the crying sound and he's yeah. moving himself. And there's times he's crying and Bob's not. Remember when he's crying and Bob, Bob's dad goes to his bedroom and he's stone asleep and the dad moves him to put him. It was so weird. But you heard crying. That was Freudenstein crying. Hmm. So Fulci is implying that the doctor is a child at heart but is a monster on the outside. Don't ask me why, but that was the explanation That's of very the children touchy. crying. Why he put that title card at the end is that is a non-existent quote from history. <laughs> he made it. And all because of that, Mr. Fulci, I know you're no longer with us, but I'm still going to play this. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response... <laughs> Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I came prepared, boys. I've been well up done. early. Well yes. <laughs> now, I will say, because, you know, our whole show is about the nostalgia that we feel with movies and what it yeah. brings us back to. And, like, obviously, I've never seen this before, so I don't really have Yeah, this was a cold to, watch for me. Yep. Um, go off of. I do wonder, what would 12-year-old Nate think of this movie? I think this movie would have terrified me, personally. That's the I thing. Think, I think it yeah, would have me terrified too. me. We're also a product of a time where... If you were bored on a Saturday afternoon and not outside and you were watching a movie, there was nothing else on on your six channels. So you watched the entire thing. So even though this movie's kind of slow, it's only an hour and 26 minutes. So you would have still sat through the whole thing. Yeah. And as a kid, what would have been imprinted in your mind is the opening scene and the kills. And that's yeah. what would have 
terrified you. Yeah, so I would that have said, a, can we borrow yeah. someone's 12-year-old and make them watch that? <laughs> Just to uh, My Chloe, nephew has a couple of years, so we can test uh, it out on Chloe's him. Chloe's right at that age, but I'm not paying those therapy Because <laughs> <laughs> I really think what you said is the nail on the head, because as a child, I would have totally forgotten about all the boring stuff. Yeah. This movie, I, I would have blocked that out, and it would have went from kill, 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 kill. That's all I would have ever remembered. Because that would have been like commercial break, me going to go get my my high C or something, coming yeah. back to it, and just kind of like fiddling around, waiting this, as like the boring this stuff This would have been one of those like late night weekend yeah. double feature kind of movies that you would sometimes catch or you'd sneak out into the living room to watch it when mom and dad's asleep. I see this movie terrifying me as a child. I see the influences that this guy and his movie styles has had on future directors and writers and the his score the is ahead of time. Amazing. Right. Yeah. It's, like, I especially love when that. you consider some of the Friday the 13th movies that are known for being so violent. When you rewatch them, a lot of it's the cameras paying away because of, you know, yeah. the MPAA being like, nope, you got to cut this, you got to cut that. Mm-hmm. I would love for every single one of those to get a director's cut with the original kills fully restored intact because. That's what, you know, the Italian films didn't have to worry about because it's like, nah, whatever. Let yeah. it happen. Let a throat get slashed 19 different times in different ways. <laughs> Who cares? Totally. totally. No. Pete, what's some thoughts you have on this? I I enjoyed this for what it is, uh, a giallo. And most of the giallos are kind of in the same vein mm-hmm. uh, where it is, like I, like I said earlier, it's, it's a mystery wrapped around a, a horror show. Um I liked it. It was okay. Um, okay. It was very, very sl- painfully slow at times. I, I rewatched it. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched it twice. Second time I watched it, I hit the one and a half speed on uh, on YouTube. <laughs> Get it going. And I and I still hit the the forward button a few times during the the, the beginning of this before the snowball hits before it really starts picking yeah. up speed. Um, I'm glad I rewatched it because I did, I was able to pick up on a few things, uh, like the babysitter, uh, her, her, her murder foretelling. Uh, I was able to listen to that tape again. I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes a little I am sense. glad that you took the time because um, I think you've given us a bit more clarity. Yeah. A little bit of insight. Yeah. You and, both well, have for me. Cause like I said, I was completely lost. It got to a point where I was like, just give me the kills. I, I could definitely, you know, always appreciate a good kill. Well, before before you guys get too far into it, let let's do our raining blood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill count, and then let's we'll do our machete rating, and we can yeah. yeah final thought this thing. So Great. yep. tally is six but god there are glorious six kills in this they are movie. fantastic yeah pete's pete's run, running through the kills in his head we got, we got the two kids at the beginning two yeah. kids at the beginning realtor the realtor babysitter mom and dad mom and dad and then possibly six. bob and then seven question mark yeah the kid asterisks he could be it, dead if in it's the pete 
head cannon. Yes. We're going for seven because we think Bob died, but yeah. So there's we, an asterisk besides the six. Yeah. That's so right. we have our asterisks here, but uh, again, normally we count what we see. Right. And we see six glorious kills in and this, this movie. movie and does they were rain great. blood. None of the kills, like even though the mom's is probably the tamest. I was enjoying it because I got to watch her head oh, hit every oh, step going down. It was so good. I loved how they it filmed it. It wasn't gory, but it was so good. No, but it, <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, oh, they're doing it. There she goes. <laughs> so, no. And again, right on par with most of our horror movies. The quantity or quality over quantity, as yes. Nate has coined. We'll get some shirts that have that on. Oh, there. yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> but uh, let's jump into our machete rating. <laughs> It's okay. He just wanted his machete back. I'll I'll lead off here because I think I want to end with Pete, even though we usually let guests on, but I think Pete's going to have more insight on this. Um, But I will say this though, listening to Pete has raised my rating. Um, I was originally going to hit this with a three. I, I really did not like this movie last night. I was just like, Oh my God. As we've talked and I've re I've realized the level of a the gore and how much I loved it and putting a few pieces together that I was just like, this made no sense whatsoever. What were they filming? I, I'm going to give this four machetes. Wow. This, yeah, uh, it's probably the lowest score I've given a movie. I think um, it is actually. It, it really Dan is. was just asking, like, will you ever give anything below a five? And I made it happen. <laughs> Nate, you did it. <laughs> Good job. This is payback for what you did to me on my uh, From Paris with Love episode. Um, yeah, but, you deserved um, it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't deserve any of what you did to me. Uh, uh, but no, I fight, I, fight, fight. I think <laughs> explaining why there was inexplicable body parts everywhere, his ability to kind of give me this idea that it was type of a mystery. Let's let's consider the house haunted. And obviously the headcanon of Bob dying at the end, I can almost appreciate a little bit more of what Fulci is famous for and what he just, what his goal was. I think it didn't hit the mark still, but I'll give it an extra machete. So I'm going for machetes on this. Nate, give us your machete rating. All right. Uh, I'll admit I should have picked the beyond for us. Um, I wish you had. However, it is cool to give this one a spotlight because I feel like it doesn't get much attention because of where it's sandwiched at in his career and kind of in the middle of like what he was doing. Um, Like I said, I had no idea what was happening. Most of this movie, which really threw me off, even with discussing it, it's like, oh, that's cool. But like this movie really failed at uh, holding my attention or maybe I should just have my subtitles on like I always do. Um, for me, it's a 4.5. I can't really see me ever revisiting this, even with the fantastic kills, um, which are great. And the special effects are awesome. It's just I can get this from the beyond with a much cooler sequence style of shots, a much cooler score all around. I, I really should have picked that movie. My bad, guys. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we now have things like YouTube where you can get compilations of the every kill in this movie separately. Um, then the funny part is someone had the idea before me and did the compilation of all of Bob's lines, which made my life a whole lot easier when I made the annoying. <laughs> someone oh, went ahead great. and went, 
I'm going to torture as many people that I can ah. that click this link and it's every line Bob has. It was like four minutes and I didn't, I was not going to put us through that. So I cut it down to 30 seconds Appreciate and got it. my favorites. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we can go revisit any kill when it, when we want to talk to someone about it and go, this movie sucks, but this has this excellent you kill. You got to see this throw Here it is out. on YouTube and watch it. And I think that's the best way to consume this movie. But sometimes like stuff like that makes you go, oh, I want to see the whole movie just because. That's on them. I can't yeah. be responsible for their poor decisions <laughs> in life. Pete, give us your machete rating. You're the saving I, grace of this movie. You are. For yeah, the episode. The, the <laughs> weird thing is, I I think I'm going to have the, I, I am, I'm going to have the lowest rating here. I, I give it a three and a half. Oh, wow. Uh, Pete <laughs> elevated mine. <laughs> I, I know. I, so the reason I give it a three and a half is because I'm not sure I can recommend it. It's it's a it's diving deep into the giallo where, boy, if you're not used to this kind of movie, such as you guys, you might not get it. Uh, yeah, you might yeah. not and understand exactly how the the this kind of movie is told, how this kind of story is told. For anyone that doesn't understand what giallo is, a really good modern example is Malignant. Yes, which just came out. Um, very very much so. That mm-hmm. is pretty much the prime example of a Giallo movie having way higher of a budget than it ever deserves. But James Wan was able to pull that off and pay, you know, homage to those type of movies. So if you're wondering what Pete's talking about, maybe give that a visit. And that also has the same exact divisive reaction with the horror horror crowd because they're like, some people love oh, it. Yeah. Some people hate it. That's, that's a polarizing movie. Cause I really enjoyed it. And that's some of the people I respect who give really good reviews didn't like it. I'm like, whoa, I think this was great. So anyway. I was in the middle with it, but go ahead, Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a three and a half for me just because it's, it's, it's a tough recommend. The kills are great. It is painfully slow at the very, be- well, not the very, very beginning, but, but for the, like 35 minutes, it is it's, very, very slow. It's like, it's not even it, some, yeah, it's, it's rough. I mean, we're signing papers to buy a house. <laughs> Right. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> no. it's... But I, I, if anything, I think it gives more credence to where you said it feels like the beginning was tacked on to yeah. mm-hmm. to hook everyone. And I am now going, I 100% agree. So, I, I think that was a total disconnect. They ended the movie and went, shit, we need to do something at the beginning because no one's going to sit through this. Yeah. So like a, a four machete film is something that I would. Yes, I absolutely recommend that film. Go see it. Five would be like, holy crap, I'm going to build a shrine to this movie. Well, we do ten. So, yeah, oh, you just gave this a three and a half hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, boy, oh, boy. I think. I, All right. So, I give this a five. Okay. <laughs> right. This is a five machete. There we go. I. This is I, a five machete. I thought we were doing five for some reason. I'm sorry. It's been a while since we've had Pete on the show. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. It, I, I listen. First and day. I'm a dummy. That's all you got to do. Yeah, my first day. <laughs> He'll okay. get it. It's his first day. I totally, I totally get it now. So this is. Right I was actually list. wondering about that when you said that. I'm like, I am shocked from where you were to where you lifted it okay. because we both badmouthed this movie and then Nate gave it a four. And I gave 4. it a five. Four, four point, yeah, this is not yeah. a great movie. This is garbage. And I, I was shocked. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. he, he was shocked on the other end. We're uh-huh. going. Ah, wow, like, they really oh, like it. <laughs> so if we go up to ten, my apologies, no. folks. No, no. This is a five machete. This is a movie that is watchable. It's not a high recommend, 
but there is some art behind it. Uh, the yeah. the storytelling is slow, but man, that climax is so good. Yeah, make your twelve year old watch this for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one and a half times on YouTube, it's a watch. I, it's recommend. <laughs> I would not watch this at normal speed because oh boy, oh boy. Uh, and YouTube's really cool about uh, not making uh, the film sound like Alvin and Chipmunks. Uh, the voices are sped up, but they're not. Uh, the level isn't raised. It's uh, whatever. However, not YouTube like does it. Right. It's not that. It's it's just as talking about faster. Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> so I, it's a five machete for me as I readjust my ranking. Totally fine. I, I had a feeling. I was like, wow, I can't believe you went below us, but now it makes sense. No, and I think you guys are right. Did you it's... start off with five machetes? Maybe that's yeah, that was a thing. Oh, okay, that's maybe that's well. Was it was for the action side. It was live oh, alleyongs, and then it, you do so many yeah. damn podcasts. I can't get them all straight. Yep. Yeah, and now yeah. you're on a second one. So ah, yeah. Ugh. No, but I uh, I think we're pretty much bang on. And I, while I think I do wish Nate had picked the other one, I'm almost kind of like, well, let's get the bad one out of the way, and when we do revisit, probably one he's more famous for. Maybe we can be like, wow, this was so much better than House by the Cemetery. I just missed the realtor, you know, yelling at the tombstone that got in her way. Oh, man. Damn tombstones. Oh, <laughs> uh, But no, I uh, watch it if you want to. If you're diehard into these type of Italian movies, which I'm sure you've already seen it then. If you're that into it, you've seen this movie. If you're a casual viewer or you know, viewer of these type of movies, skip it. There, there are better. Ver, uh, yeah, there's way better, there examples. better examples of this kind of uh, genre for sure. I, th- I think so. I think so. So, anybody got any uh, final thoughts? Anything we might have missed that, that was on their notes and we didn't talk about? Or bats? Bats? Oh, we have to explain that. So, if anyone, <laughs> anyone watches what we do in the shadows when they need to escape or they're in a uh, uncomfortable predicament, bat. Well, one specific character, Laszlo, loves Laszlo. To do it. He does it. <laughs> if and you're again, not watching what we do in the shadows, you need you to fix your life. life. Yeah. And, I, you need and to again, rethink. Nate wanted me to do a drop, and normally I'm I'm you know accommodating to him, but the audio quality wasn't great, and also it doesn't translate well into just us. I thought it was funnier if we would just yell "bat." So that was the decision. We will. I'll let Nate do a. He's doing awesome on Instagram. I'm going to boost up my boy here. He's making some killer videos with some audio over top of, and I think this is the perfect to do the bat attack and then have Laszlo going bat in the same video cuts, <laughs> then back to the bat. I can make that become reality. I think that would be gold. That will go viral. Everyone will love it. We're going to <laughs> Everyone loves Matt Barry just yelling bat, bat. Oh, so. All right, guys, I think that's all we can say about this movie. I had a blast on a, our very first Saturday morning Fulci and coffee uh, type of. I guess now every time we do Fulci, we just need to do it on Saturday mornings. Yep, Otherwise, it just won't feel right. I like it. We're Fulci and coffee hour, or a little over an hour. Um, but no, I had a blast. Uh, Nate doesn't get to pick a movie for a while. Yeah, uh, at least <laughs> two movies. I'm, I'm banned. <laughs> I got grounded. I'm, grou- I'm, I'm films, grounding huh? him away, uh, and uh, we will have Pete back on. We don't know. Pete will just pop up. Uh, we're shooting for once a month. Hopefully, yeah. 
we're we're trying for like every that. other. Uh, we also uh, will. I won't say the name. We have another fill-in uh, host that's Surprise. excited to jump on with us. So we have a lot more going on this year. Uh, we'll have a few more announcements coming up. We've added to our podcast network. Uh, so we're making a big announcement. We may have had it announced it before you hear, or, you know, before you've heard this. So you may already know, but in case I haven't, I'll leave it as a surprise. Uh, if you want to follow us and keep up with all that information, we are on Facebook with give me back my horror movies. We are, we have a group there. It's fantastic. It's growing. Uh, we also have the give me back my action movies group. Uh, we're both on Instagram. Nate is killing it over on Instagram. We're having nice a job, nice, man. nice well, little guys. rivalry between us. We, uh, we tried to get over 200, uh, Nate got it in an hour and I found out how, and I <gasps> called. I, I call shenanigans. I <laughs> you called mommy. Uh, I get mom, one mother-in-law involved. <laughs> and she shared it. She's tight in the horror community. And Nate's numbers jumped. And I'm like, what the shit, man? <laughs> this is bull crap. Um, but as, as we're recording, I hit 200 and made a fun post about it and put suck it nate on the caption <laughs> over top of it so Stupid we're having dork. uh give me back my horror movies on instagram give me back my action movies on instagram pete plug your stuff brother yeah we're uh, we're gonna episode's gonna be dropping here on the 15th uh we are over at uh m- myself and my crew are over at the good beer bad movie night podcast where we review stinky movies and drink great beer and sometimes they those get real sloppy. Sometimes uh, those get reversed. I've heard some. That's a bad beer, and this movie was actually good. It doesn't happen very often, but not it often has happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always a surprise when you come up with a beer like, oh, I I didn't like that at all. Especially if it's a beer you haven't left in your fridge for like eight months or something like. <laughs> oh, you did you find this in that one? <laughs> I heard yep. that one. I've gone yeah. through some backlogs of years. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was unfortunate. Uh, anyway, we drop episodes on the fifteenth of every month. Uh, upcoming this month is uh, maximum overdrive so i can't wait to hear that and honestly by the time this comes out everyone it'll already be out so moly we had a blast on that one that was we had so much energy because we were back in the same room together after a couple of months um after a couple of months so it was that's fantastic i can't wait and it's it it should be out by the time this one comes out so everybody go over to good you know it's a good podcast when you edit it and you're giggling yourself like i remember saying that i remember them saying you're just (laughs) laughing because it's it's genuinely funny oh when i go back and edit i know it's a good episode if i'm laughing at the same things again Mm -hmm. like i'm looking forward to editing this one because this movie is terrible but i feel like this is a great episode that we have i mean i got to talk about (laughs) axes you know stuff like that (laughs) But no, it's uh, it's we've had a good time here. Uh, so you can email us over at gmbmampod at gmail.com. We're only just a hair more insane than Pete's email address. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I stand, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, shout out to our other network podcasters, uh, Monster Movie Stomp Down, Sludge, and the guys over there. They are bringing the heat now, guys. He has new ideas popping in that brain, and we will workshop it, and it's he implements it immediately. Um, I can't wait for everyone to see what we're working on right now. 
Uh, he's added a trivia section to his show, and I am the one that comes up with the multiple choice trivia questions. And I love dropping some monster trivia, and then I'll mess with them and throw like a RoboCop one in there once in a while. <laughs> I know Mark loves me for that. Uh-huh. Um, but no, There's everything Titanic in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we have more interviews coming uh, very soon, so keep keep your ears open for that. Go ahead and follow us on Spotify, Podbean, Apple. Subscribe to us, rate us five stars across the board. They won't let you do anything less. Um, weird but glitch. That way, it's a weird glitch. But ah. that way, as soon as we drop an episode, you've got it. It's ready to go. And you're not going to miss anything because our interview episodes, I'm just dropping at a random weekend, depending on when we're done recording. There's no set schedule because we have to accommodate everyone's time. So I was like, let's just, we're shooting for one a month. That's our goal. And so far we're doing pretty good with that. And the next ones we have lined up are going to be fun. Um, uh, big shout out to uh, poster smash, the guys over at witch house, uh mountain empire comics in johnson city and bristol diane and rob over there getting close time for convention season comic yeah. book boys i can't wait uh we've got some appearances we're going to be doing at a few so look for us when we announce what we're doing on those a lot of cool stuff coming from the podcast uh new shows like i said we've added some we've got some launching so just stay tuned follow us see everything on our socials and just enjoy the conversation with us so guys anything else have i covered it all great i'm Thanks out so of much, spot guys. I had so loved fun. having you there was i'm so glad you're now to have you back we are back on the whole thing absolutely <laughs> uh so nate you want to get us out of here with the good word join us next week as we have a special guest bob the creepy kid <laughs> that's a no but uh that's a no you're fired nate Nate's I'm still gonna reach fine. out. Nate's still grounded. <laughs> All <Damn> right. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Hail to the king, baby. And if you stuck through this long, here's your present. Bye, 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 bye,